Welcome to the CTC Podcast, where Chase Minifield, Dom Joseph, and Max Millian discuss life lessons they've learned as young entrepreneurs in the business world. Join them as they debate current events, business topics, and enjoy a few laughs with their weekly guests. And now for today's show. What up, what up? Here we are with another episode of the CTC Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Minifield. Yo. From Lexington, Kentucky. Oh, who's that? Dom Joe? Dom Joe? Dom Joe. Dom Joe on the line. Dom Joe. Word, guys. What up, man? What's the deal? Appreciate you joining the podcast today. We already live, man. You know what I'm saying? Dom Joe on the podcast. How's everybody doing? You feel me? Like I said, you know, sometimes things happen, but I'm here and I'm ready to provide an arsenal of entertainment. So let's get into it. Hey, Maximilian, what's up? What up, world? How's everyone doing today? Hope y'all had a great weekend. Good to be back on here with y'all boys. Hey, man, so we have to go ahead and start the podcast today because Dom Joe, and once again, pulling his shenanigans, you know what I'm saying? We have to just put his nipple, sooner or later, later, you know what I'm saying? Sooner or later, we got to do something about it. No one person is bigger than his team. What, what You're, right that. You're right about that. You're right about that. I got no... Same time, time every week. And this is the thing, hey, though. Man. We always say the same thing. Oh, yeah. Can't do it. Can't play with a yeah, it. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, I think, I'm a, I think I'm a valuable member of this team, number one. Not saying, not saying, not saying y'all can't survive without me. You know what I'm saying? But I feel, but I feel like... Nothing I've done has warranted, you know what I'm saying, you guys to to, to go without a wingman. Hey, let me let me show y'all this. Let me tell you the exact example of this right here. Is um who is a player that was the star player on the team that they just had to cut, man? Anthony was too much. Anthony was too much. You know what I'm saying? You're killing the squad, bro. You're killing the squad. A player or a player that had the potential to be a star player. No, nah, no, nah, already. Let's play on the team. You've seen it before. This has happened before. Where you just be like, all right, we can't even deal with this no more. This, this is getting absurd. All right, Gordon. Josh Gordon. There you go. Everyone, Josh so, Gordon. Can't deal with this no more. That's it. Yeah, this is funny. Yeah, so this is funny. Um, so Biscuit told us a funny story, right, about Lawrence, uh, Cody Grove. And uh, Lawrence Taylor, right? Yeah, pretty much. Lawrence Lawrence Taylor was doing the same thing. He was he was he was missing meetings, and and you know he wasn't he was he finishing practice early, but he was still starting on Sunday. And uh, the players were complaining to the coaches, and the coaches were complaining to Coach Grow, and the coaches wanted Coach Grow to say something to Bill Parcells. Yeah. Right? So finally, like you know, at, at some practice, whatever it. Things like you know boiled over, so Coach Gross said something in the meeting to Coach Parcells. Hey, Coach Parcells looked around and said, "Okay, you have a point." Um, how many? How? Who feels like this? All the coaches raised their hand, and then uh, okay, so you guys feel like he's killing the um, he's killing the locker room, and something needs to be done. And they raised their hand and said, "Yeah." So he said, "Okay." So, 
raise your everybody now raise your hand if you want to play against Lawrence Taylor and nobody raised their hand. So <laughs> exactly my point. My that's the point. That's the point right there. That's the point. No, my suggestion to you is just get him to the game. Okay, make sure he shows up. If he doesn't show up, I suggest you don't show up. <laughs> we tried to get you to show up, Dom. That's what we tried to do. Hey, bro, I show up. I'm here. I'm here. All right, man. So this is what we're going to do. We're just going to disregard the LT reference. <laughs> we're going to disregard the LT reference to Dom Joe's podcast performance. <laughs> we're going to disregard that reference to the best defensive player in the history of the NFL. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> to Dom Joe's podcast performance. Was that, that a... Uh, was that, was that a uh, an outrageous analogy right there? Yeah, yeah, we just try to get to it. If that was the case, we would be getting yeah, a little bit more listens. You hear me? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you hear that? <laughs> oh, man, oh, I feel you, guys. I feel you, man. But, hey, I'm going here now, man. Let's get into it. I thought, I thought French was supposed to be on here. Nah, man, French, uh, he, he ain't on the podcast this week. But, um, uh, we gotta, you know, we, I wanted to talk about that because, you know, Don brought a guest this week. Matt? Didn't bring a guest this weekend. Didn't even recruit a guest. Didn't even go out and try to ask one person, Max. Did you ask one person, Max? Give me one person you asked. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, I did ask somebody. I asked my friend Pops to be on here. Um, actually, the dude whose boat I was on all weekend, but he is currently. Oh, don't bring up the boat, Max. Don't it. bring up the boat. Hey, bro. It's not my boat. I can't just bring people on it. I don't own the joint. What you want me to do? <laughs> oh, man. I got, text funny, message, I got text message you know from Max Million saying, I ain't going to be on the boat, man. I ain't going to make it. I ain't going to make it. I'm going to be there too right. late, but I ain't going to make it on the boat. I said, all right, Max, man. Appreciate you trying to look out for us. You can't make the boat. I know we ain't going to be able to make the boat. Man, do I not see Max Million on the boat that same night? Look, they called me man. like 9 o'clock, said, yo, we back at dock if you trying to come on. I'm like, shit, all right, I'm on my way. Hey, man. You know, That's what hilarious. do you want me to do? I can't, I can't, I can't. You know what I'm saying? I can't just bring people to somewhere I don't own. That'd be like, if y'all, why is not y'all bring me to Robbie's wedding? Because I wasn't invited. Exactly. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you, got, you can't imagine bring people. I asked, but you know, they can only put so many people on at a time. Yeah, yeah, we could do that for you, man. <laughs> but it was a tremendous wedding, though. It was definitely a thought process. What? It was a tremendous wedding, man. It was definitely a thought process for you. It looked sweet. It did look sweet. It was good, man. It was a really good time. Shout out to the newlyweds, man. It was great. Epic venue. Epic reception. It was all good. So, what are we talking about today? What's the topic today? Anybody, anybody you know what I want to talk about. Anybody bring something to the podcast today? You know, I want equal pay for um, women in sports. You know, I want to, I want to tackle that issue. I want to see what y'all think about that. So right. I, I am 100% for equal pay for women in sports. But what they – so they have an argument with, like, the uh, women's league in just in the United States. That's an argument. But for the World Cup, what a lot of people don't understand is it's revenue sharing throughout the world. So while the women may have gotten 
a lot more views in America than the men's national team. Across the board, around the world, the amount of money that men's soccer brings in overseas is outrageously larger than, than anything that we are bringing in. And that's why the men actually get paid so much is because the overseas teams bring in so much money to the World Cup, and the World Cup divides that evenly amongst all the teams. So while the women might bring a lot in America, there's a lot of other countries where, unfortunately, women's sports is not very high up on the part of those things to watch. So those countries don't bring enough money, so you can't, when you split it evenly, that's why they're not getting paid. And then the second thing is, why shouldn't they should whoever is their agent should be fired? Like, why do those girls not have a Nike contract? I mean, some of them are either bi or are lesbian or married to you know, and they, I mean, they can take the captain out if I'm them. You know, some what if somebody needs a new agent? If you can't get your money, that's not great. Doctor, what you got on that, Doctor? No, Chase, Chase, what do you think? What do you think, Chase? I want to hear what you think, Chase. You hear what I say? Yeah. I think, I think that it's equal pay. I think it's a a made-up term. Everybody should get paid what they worth. That's the only thing that, that should be the reason for – I don't think there should be no discrimination in the pay, but I think it should only be based on performance. If you worth this much, if this sports worth this much, this team worth this much, I've come down to the conclusion that I don't even think guys shouldn't, I mean, even get paid the same amount on any type of level. Like the same position in football is not going to get paid the same position at another place at a different uh, team. Um, let's take college, for example, if the college players got paid. UVA is not going to get paid players. They ain't going to get paid as much as the Alabama players. And and number uh, 10 on UVA angle is going to get paid more than number 110. You know what I'm saying? It's just – I feel like it should be a balance. I feel like it almost should be percentages in slots. Um, because at the end of the day, looking at it from a business perspective, not looking at it from a uh, a fairness perspective, we got we got margins we got to keep. You know what I'm saying? We got margins we got to keep, and there ain't in no way will I jeopardize my margins for fulfilling. <laughs> ain't no way will I jeopardize my margins for fulfilling. Yeah, you had about that. All right, so I just looked up something that that I heard, and I just um looked it up uh, on my um iPad right here, see my screen lock, and this is funny because I agree with you guys, and if this is true, then it makes complete sense, and I don't even know what they're arguing for. A World Cup competition, four hundred million dollars is dispersed among the thirty-two male soccer teams. $30 million is dispersed among 24 female soccer teams for the World Cup, for the Women's World Cup. <laughs> so Yeah, that was my point. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm yeah, saying. It's so, like, that's what I'm saying. It's not that, all right, yeah, the Women's World Cup might have more viewers in the United States, but the world, like, male soccer overseas, especially in the Europe country, they bring in crazy money, like more money than football. Like those leagues are worth more than any NFL team. I think we need to distinguish the fact that I'm, I'm all for equal pay in in business. Like, yeah, uh, pretty much we're all saying the same thing. Because I, I know architects and engineers that definitely don't get paid as much as men that, as much as men do, and they suppress it by their roles. You, you'll have, like, a, a marketing lady doing a lot of engineering work, but she's a marketer, so she's still stuck in that role, you know? But, like, when 
you're talking about like intelligence and stuff that that can't be measured physically. You know what I'm saying? Like if the women were more entertaining and and the demand was there, then I'd pay them. You know what I'm saying? I think I think you can't. You have to separate the issue. I think more so the the the, the um, issue needs to come in on the business side. You know what I'm saying? So like, where are these female rich billionaires like um, going for equal pay or Kamala Harris? Who, like, why don't they just focus on equal pay instead of you know whatever? Like a lot of people are focusing on like uh, Black Lives Matter, whatever. I think they need to push that energy more so into the business realm and not the athletic realm because there's just too much measuring stick to go off of. Like, you don't jump aside. You're not as fast. You don't bring as many people in the stands. You don't generate as much money. It's business. You feel me? Yeah, I mean, I think we need to just decipher between equal pay and equal opportunity. I think there should be equal opportunity, whereas male, female, whatever you are, if you're doing the job, you should get paid what you're worth. But that's different than equal pay, just saying, all right, just because you showed up, you should get paid. So as long as there's equal opportunity, I'm fine with that. Yeah, if the women bring in $400 million worldwide, they should get exactly as much as the men who bring in $400 million worldwide, 100%. But if you're only bringing in $30 million, I mean, unless somebody's going to come up with that other $370 million, it ain't going to be me. I'm not even paid. All the people are hollering about these women who get paid. Go watch the game. Like Coach Bell and Stop. We got to get that up. We got to get that up. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of these people talking about the women need to get paid more. Don't go to the women's the game. Ticket sales help pay, drive pay. You know, like all that helps drive pay. Why? Why? Are, you know, you got to support it. You can't just say equal pay, equal pay, but then they don't be supporting it. It's just how it is. That's why the National Lacrosse League don't get paid like the National Football League. If the demand's not there, they're not hollering for equal pay because yeah, I, I don't I think mean, it's, 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 I didn't look into the situation to be honest, but if the WNBA brought in as much money as NBA, I'm sure they would get as paid the same amount as NBA players. The WNBA is actually subsidized by the NBA because they don't they lose money every year. That's what I'm saying. If they yep. brought in the same amount of money as the W as the NBA. They would probably get paid the same amount. I don't think nobody is going to sit here, and, and I might be wrong, but I don't think nobody is going to sit here and just say just because these people are women, we ain't going to pay them, uh, you know, a salary that's conducive to a man's salary. You think that exists right now? No, no, because you got to think also. That's why a lot of women play overseas where they get paid, you know, ten times more because overseas it's more exciting to see women's basketball. It's ticket sales, it's entertainment, it's can you sell advertising? That's what pays it. So if you want WNBA players to pay more. Go watch the game and support them. That's what it comes down to. Well, there's no gender discrimination. That's what I think. There's, there's no gender discrimination out here, right? Not, so, not, well, not I, I, not I think it's hard to say. Yeah, because, I mean, none of those teams bring in – the WWE didn't bring as much in the NBA, but I, I can't see whereas there would be that big of a difference if the WNBA brought in as much money as the NBA. I, I don't feel – where would all the money go? I mean, uh, there definitely could be some greedy people, but – I feel like the players you would protect that were, you know what I'm saying, they would get paid more. That's my take on not being fully knowledgeable in the situation, but it just doesn't seem like it would be that crazy to be if they brought them more money. There's so equal pay that they're trying to say that people are gender discriminating. And, I, mean, I, don't think, and I don't think that's the case. It, it comes down yeah, to popularity. Yeah, like, it's what people want to see, man. Like, especially in, like, women's basketball – how many of those women can dunk? 
You know what I'm saying? And, like, one thing, like, don't get me wrong, man, shout out to my women's players at UVA. When I used to go to those games, man, like, one thing, they they, they be flopping. Like, it's, like, kind of like, you know what I'm saying? I might say I'm politically incorrect right now, but, like, you have noticed women hit the ground, man. They be OTG a lot more than men, man. You know what I'm saying? I feel like the game's a little slower. You know, it's just not as entertaining, and it sucks, but it is what it is. I still watch it. It's entertaining. What about, what about you gotta, UConn women? UConn women, I think, bring in more money yearly than UConn men. Basketball. Does it? I think it does. Well, well you, you can't play the women? You can't play? You can't. And that's what equal pay does. It makes sure that they don't get paid just like the men don't get paid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're not an NBA team. Like, if, they're, if their WNBA team brought in more money, I'm sure they would get paid more. But it, it just doesn't happen. So I don't think it's gender discrimination. I also think it's just popularity. Like, how can you pay? I mean, it, it would be like some new boxer saying, why am I not getting paid as much as Floyd Mayweather for a heavyweight fight? I was just talking about, I was just talking about Dom's perspective on the woman. They want to go watch the UConn women play. Yeah, that's yeah, but you can't, but you can't argue that because UConn women don't get paid. If they got, if the men and the women at UConn got paid, the women should get paid more. They get more money. I'm just talking about dunking in. You know what I'm saying? They can't dunk. We don't want to see that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But okay, that's one team out of 100. How many? What? There's 116 teams in NCAA. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, okay. Overall, what do what do people want to see? Overall, women's basketball don't do numbers like men's basketball, and it's because of what you want to see. You know what I'm saying? You might have one. There's always exceptions to the rule, but it is what it is. Let's put it this way, Chase. How many women uh, in the March Madness bracket can you fill out? I thought I know them joints. Okay, now, now they, I don't even know they have them. This is my thing. Let's look at something that you can actually really compared to, right? I, I, I don't like, like Max said, not being fully knowledgeable, but one sport that I think might be on the same level as men, like as far as like views and generating money is women's tennis. And I don't hear none of them complaining. <laughs> so like, I don't know the numbers, but we should look into the numbers that women's tennis do versus men's tennis. I think they're pretty equal. Would you guys say, would you guys say so or no? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I, I bet you Serena gets paid like close to what federal. I would guess. I don't know. I'm not a tennis fan. Who's the highest paid athlete in the world? Women athletes. I think it's Serena, right? Come on, you got your iPad in front of you. Use your resources. Yeah. But in general, it's just that we don't know that answer right now. Um, I'm sure you can look it up. Um, but. This is a this is a this is a topic that is, I think that is a more yeah, of a first business link topic. Is, yeah, Serena. It's more of a business topic. Then there's a, you know, and, and how I see it is when somebody says, "Man, I'm fighting for equal pay." When I hear that, it makes me think of like this world is gender discrimination. You know what I'm saying? And I and I don't know. And I would like to hear y'all guys' opinion on that. Do you think there's gender discrimination in this world for to to actually go out of their way to pay them less? Or pay pay women men, men different. Not in sports. I mean, you think that exists I think in there is in the world. Yes, I think there is in the world. I mean, there's, yeah. there's gender discrimination, there's racial discrimination. That's just how it is. I mean, you know, I don't. 
but when it comes down to sports, I think sports is one of the few things where it's literally ninety nine percent on your performance. Yeah, I mean there there is there is some politicalness in there, and you know, can you negotiate a bigger contract, X Y Z? But it's it's I mean it's the same reason why even in the men's sports, not all the men are making millions of dollars. There are a lot of people making a hundred thousand dollars. You know, the practice squad guys are making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year because they're not bringing in the tickets. They're not bringing in the jersey sales. Now, I, it's just it is what it is at that point. I think another sport that is, is not is I think UFC. Like I think Ronda Rousey when she was at the top of her career was earning the same amount of money per fight as a lot of the dudes that were in and were fighting. I mean, I just it is what it is. It's a you know because they get paid per ticket sales and 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 pay per view and all that. If the performance is there and then they're not getting paid, then that's an issue. I don't, but I don't think that's the case. And I just right. think like, all right, so like, if you really want to go there. Or gender discrimination? Why don't we just do a nice little game? Uh, it could be a co-ed game. You know what I mean? So it doesn't have to be guys versus girls, but mix the guys in with the girls, and 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 let's, let's really get busy. And and you know what I'm saying? This is why y'all don't get paid, as as well as well as the men. You know what I'm saying? Because like you know me being an arena football player, we you know. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why is, why is an arena football player, man? We got to change his identity. What'd you say? You gotta say what? Passive. You can't use present. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, yeah, like, me, yeah. I was an arena football player. You know what I'm saying? I can't, I can't. My highest contract was 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 twelve was twelve hundred dollars, twelve hundred dollars a game. We gotta pause now, right there. We gotta pause right there. And let that. Yeah, you gotta get that up. You gotta get that up, dog. All right, let that simmer. Yeah. Twelve hundred dollars. Dom Joe busting his head for twelve eighteen games. All right, now Dom Joe keeps continuing. You know what I'm saying? Now, is, is uh, the people playing now are they are they wrong to ask for equal pay like the NFL gets? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's the same thing. They would get laughed at the you game. Can't even, yo, the worst team in the NFL sells more tickets than the best team in arena. You know what I'm saying? To fill it up your soul. Make, it's a different, out, like, it's a different type of uh, – I mean, it's just what it is. Women in America are different, yeah. I mean, the, the women's team that just won the World Cup was beat by a U15 boys team. Like, it's just – I mean, it just is what it is. Like, they practice against 15-year-old boys to get ready for the World Cup, and they got beat one time. So, it's like – it just is what it is. It's different. They were built differently. It's, I mean, it's just genetics. There's nothing we can do about it. I want, I want to hear – the, the, the only problem with this conversation we're having now is you have three male athletes talking. You know what I'm saying? We need a women's perspective. Should we get a woman to call, a woman to call in real quick? <laughs> we do have a very skewed perspective. You know, I'm gonna try to get on the air next week for you guys. I'm gonna try to get Monica right. I seen her the other day. We'll give her a call. Nice. Please. That that'd be a good perspective. That's a, that's the only problem. That's the only issue I see with this conversation. We, we appreciate you know because I need to take some out. Go give us some outreach on the guests. You know what I'm saying? Go give us some outreach. <laughs> I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Like who's the guest? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's get into a real topic. I mean, that's a good topic, but you know, that's a uh, that's not a CTC topic. Let's get into a real topic, man. Today we talking about. We're talking about tiptoeing. I've been on this tiptoeing, man. I've been on this tiptoeing for about a week now. 
And, you know, even yesterday at the wedding, I, I kept on bringing it up to, to everybody that would listen. You know what I'm saying? I kept on bringing it up to everybody that would listen, man. And I was just listening to another podcast on the way back home today. And a guy was talking about the same thing. Man, he didn't have my, he didn't have my quote. This is a direct quote. This is a Chase Minnesota original right here. But tiptoeing gets you tiptoeing distances. Tiptoeing gets you tiptoeing distances, man. And... You know, I really wanted to dive into that today, but I wanted to start by saying, what are your guys' goals, like real goals, as far as maybe business-wise, not like, you know, be a great person, give back to the community. What are your business goals? Let's start with Max. Man, I mean, I have – you want all of them? I have mine broken out in three, five, and ten-year goals for myself. No, buy 50. Buy so, 50. I want buy 50. By age 50? 50. I'm sorry, what, by age 50? By age 50. What you want What you want, What you you want? want your business to look like in a, in a, in a little bit of summary? Or your, where you want to age 50? What you accomplish? Number one, I want to be – semi-retired what i mean by semi-retired is i want to have my business in a place where that not it doesn't run itself but it runs itself with little overhead for me i want to be able to check in you know once or twice a week or something like that but i want to be uh i want to have a team that can run it i will i want to be in dc maryland Northern virginia and charlottesville for the hauling company full out and then i want to have my goal is to have at least change two houses a, uh, a year and one apartment building a year and make it into a rental property for myself. So by the time I'm 50, I should have about 60 different properties under my belt that I'm just renting out, having some passive income that way, and then uh, just running my other business on the side pretty much. That's my goal. Donald Joe, what's your goal about 50? My goal, um, I want to, for the engineering firm, I want to add another wing to, I want to do more than just engineering. I think we know a lot of people and we have a lot more connections, whether it's like renting equipment somehow, uh, like high reach equipment, or even if there's a, uh, we can get our wing to be a design build company. You know what I'm saying? That, that That's where I want to see it. Ultimately, I would say getting to be a design build company, if that's feasible or if it's, or if it would be better to just have two companies. But um, I definitely want to add that to the market. I think that will take us to the next level um, just regionally. I think it will take us to the next level. Um, helping hands is definitely – here we go. It's definitely to, to get to get this – to get yearly income. And then I don't know – if I want to keep it, I don't know if I want to keep it or sell it, but definitely to take it to a million dollars by the time I'm 50. You know what I'm saying? Like things change, people change. I don't know if I want to if I, if I want to sell it and do something else, but definitely by the time I'm 50, get it to get it to be a million dollar company running itself and um, creating some type of income off of it, whether it's starting doing something else or keeping it going and. uh for the construction firm, to be honest with you, I want to start. We need to. I think we should start doing demos too. I think we get more hands into the construction. More we can do more than just HVAC. So, um, 
And that's where my goals are, man. There you go. I uh, appreciate both of y'all boys. You know, that's on the spot right there, but putting it into the atmosphere. But I, I thought both of y'all goals were a little bit long-winded. This is what I, this is what I, this is what I wanted to hear right here. What you want? What y'all want to do by fifty? Three comma club. That's the only thing I want you to say. Three comma club. Right? Oh yeah. Three, three comma club. I mean, I think that's the goal. I mean, we got to. So I, while I agree with you, Chase. I think a big problem is people only chase the money, and that's where they get in trouble. Whereas if you make your business what you want it to be, the money's going to come. So that's the reason why I didn't put a dollar amount on there, because if I know what I make my company, how I want to make it, how I want it to run, the dollar amount's going to be there. Oh, yeah, for sure. You can live all. You don't have to hit the three comic club to, to be sustainable. You can be good where you're at right now. You know what I'm saying? You can be good in 50 Well, now, I mean, there's going to be more than the three comic clubs. The same. Huh? That would be more than the three comic club. That's the plan. What you want, four comic? Hey, look. <laughs> hey, that's why I ain't giving a dollar amount. That's why I, that's why I ain't giving a dollar amount because, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to hold myself back, sell myself short by saying I want to be at this dollar amount. Right. I want, I want you, us to grow as big as we can. If you want to be a trillionaire, then we we we, we more than happy to, to you be the first black trillionaire. You We more than happy for that hey. to, to be out in the space. Look. You know what I'm the first black billionaire might have not thought you'd be the first black billionaire. You never know. You never know. But I'm just saying, you put the first. Hey, we're thirty point. years old. Some people ain't make their first million today. It was sixty-five. Oh yeah, for sure. First person put it out there, man. <laughs> but in general, in general, three comic club goal, especially when there's so so little of that. That's six people right now that are African American descent in the country. Six people. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's low. That's low. That's still low. That is real low right there. So, just I feel like, and I was listening to the podcast the other day, and they said million million is too big is is perceived to be too big by community. <laughs> that much million ain't that much, man. And I ain't even told people. I don't even tell people about this, but I make more now than I made when I was playing the league. My contract, my the money I make off my contract now is bigger than my NFL contract. And a lot of people don't really believe that because they think the NFL. It's the NFL, right? That's a bag. Right. That's right. a bag. But it's not. I mean, it can be. It could be a soft thing. But ultimately, you know what I'm saying, entrepreneurship, business is more valuable um, long-term than it will be, especially if you're owning it, than it will be anything that you can earn in football. Because eventually, I don't care how long you play, how, how big your contracts are in football, it just starts diminishing once we start leaving the game. Uh, it just starts diminishing slowly or fast, one or the other. But in well, general, that's one of the. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. I said that's one of the biggest problems in in our community is that you know we don't know a lot of people that own stuff. For example, we only know you know there's only six black billionaires, and I bet you probably we probably couldn't name all six off the top of our heads. But it gets to that problem, and that's not what we see. You know, we just see these people with the fast money, and we go for the fast money. Don't think long term. We don't end up owning anything, and that's that's where the money comes is ownership. That's where the real money is. If you don't own anything, and somebody's still writing you a paycheck, then you want to be the person writing the paycheck. Oh yeah, ownership is big. But did you look at Jay Z's story? Hey, hey, Dom, pull up Jay Z's sources of income. Jay Z's sources of income, the newest black billionaire. Shout out to Jay. Um, it goes all the way back from when he was our age. He's still making money off of his CDs. That he made when he was 25. He still makes money off those today. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
things like that we're building right now, helping hands, these security contracts. Like I have contracts with clients right now that are going on four years long. You know what I'm saying? And hopefully eventually it's 20 years and 30 years and 50 years. And you've been a client with us for, we've been doing business with this company or this industry for, your kids are doing, doing, still doing work for the same industry. That's how Toyota do. They get people in there. In Kentucky, Toyota is the biggest um, company that's hiring out. You know what I'm saying? You get a minority business contract in there in Toyota, and they use straight for, for, a, for a long time. You know what I'm saying? They're not switching off of that just because they got to have minority spin. But in general, in general, is you start building those relationships, man, and that stuff passes on down the line. Um, so that's why I wanted to talk about that situation in the first, for the first place. Is that we gotta, we gotta, we gotta run now. You know what I'm saying? We gotta run now, and we gotta get things in place now that's going to continue to pay us down the road. Cause we at down the road, we gotta start thinking of something else. We gotta start putting our time in something else. You know what I'm saying? And with Max, real estate is something that's going to going to continue to pay him down the line. But there's also other ways and other opportunities to get money that's going to pay you on down the line. And I think that um, these contracts is, is one of those opportunities, you know what I'm saying, especially monthly, yearly contracts where they just kind of sit in the payroll system year on year on year, you know what I'm saying? So I think that is something that – because I don't want to be chasing contracts at 50. I don't want to be chasing no contracts at 50. I want to be all investment money coming in and coming out. I want it to be – Building, creating, and, you know, having valuations on companies, kind of like Jay-Z. How old Jay-Z when he made Tidal? I mean, he only came out with it recently, but it's a $200 million, uh, I think it's $200 million, something like that, company. And that's, a, that's, that's what you're supposed to do at 40 to fit 40-something years old. You know what I'm saying? Create something like that. that yeah, right. Have a return on it. Um, but, yeah, man, I want to talk to you guys about that. I want to talk to you guys about sprinting now. And trying to be, trying to have lack of fear as far as what could go wrong. And not only speaking from your personal perspective, but speaking on how we as a culture need to start seeing, you know, you know, opportunities and not this being, is, this is my thing. Not being fearful. I think as a culture, I don't think, you know, especially like our young, uh, our younger generation, I don't think we talk about, and they don't, they realize how important sacrifice is, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, you know, success doesn't come to you. You got to go get it. You know that, you know what I'm saying? But, like, we sacrifice a lot. And it may not look – a lot of people don't know the sacrifice you make, you know, but you're not just going to – like, I think media just doesn't – media messes people up, man. Like, uh, people think it's easier than what it is, man. You're going to have to sacrifice your time, sacrifice being with your friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, it may look like, you know, Dom Joe parties all the time, but, you know, we work, too. You know what I'm saying? We work a lot more than we party. Say you was working, we was, we was in New York, you was working every day, right? What I told you, what I told no, you, like, you, 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 you in the, the negative today or you in the positive today, Joe? That's what I told about What do you mean? Hey, I'm with you, Dom. I think that's one of the biggest issues, honestly, is that people don't know about sacrifice or patience or, or what it what it really takes. So let's be honest, you ain't Inst- we're not Instagramming the the hardships, you know? That's not cool. We Instagramming the fun stuff at the end. But like a lot of people don't know, man. I mean, I'm sure Chase, you know, when when I first started my company like four years ago, man, I was 
six figures into debt before I started making any money, you know, and, you know, there's some stuff, you know, I ended up selling one of my cars because I, I wanted to invest in the business, you know, say I didn't buy a house I was going to buy. Like, I did a lot of stuff that I sacrificed. And, you know, some people aren't willing to, at least I know a lot of things I know, then I want to take that sacrifice. They Once they get it in, they want to spend it. But it's been, it's been probably maybe four or five years since I've spent any money I've actually made from the business on myself and not actually putting it right back into the business. And that's also why I have a full-time job. And so I can support my lifestyle and everything in my company can go back to the company. I'm not using it to live. And it's just right. the, the hours suck, but hey, you know. So this is the thing yeah. I was. And this is, oh, New York is a city of hustlers. New York is the city of hustlers, man. And when you're there, um, you feel. I'm just walking on the street. I'm just walking on the street. That's I I was with downtown Manhattan, and I'm just walking everywhere, and I'm like, bro, the corner store, the, the 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 tables on the street. I wonder. I wanted. To, I was just thinking, like, we should do a study. And just put a table on the street and see if we could sell something just for a week. You know, pick something, pick anything, and see if we could sell it on the streets of New York. Random, random table out there. However long these people standing out there. But that's my new thing is that if you make a hundred dollars a day, you make three hundred sixty-five thousand dollars a year. And that's not a lot. Okay, so I'm gonna cut you off. You do. You make thirty-six thousand dollars a year. You need thousand dollars <laughs> today. Yeah, you need you need thousand dollars today to make three hundred fifty thousand. You're right. Hundred dollars a day, hundred dollars a day, hundred dollars a day, whatever that math is, right there. You know what I'm saying? And you solid. <laughs> it's solid though. People can live yeah. off, especially if you're not paying nobody else. When we get caught up in the not in New York, or maybe not in New York, but you can let's just say you not you you on your own terms, doing what you want to do. Yeah. Nobody's taking yeah. taking anything out of your hands. You know what I'm saying? You you sold something for a hundred dollars, right. you got a hundred dollars. And if you give me a hundred dollars right. a day, I can live all day. I mean, maybe not my right. lifestyle now, but like I could literally if I just had to spend a hundred dollars a day, I would be solid. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I was just thinking like this dude I was listening to on Instagram, he was like, If I sell um he's selling books for one hundred dollars and he was like, If I sell one book a day, I'm good today. And I, and every day I wake up, I try to sell this one book. I try to sell this one book. Wrote it, turned it off himself, bagged it, all these different type of things. Don't, he don't, he not selling it through Amazon where Amazon get a cut. He not selling it through um, eBay where eBay get a cut. He not trying to go that route. He's selling it direct to consumer. He going to the people. He's selling it right to them. You give me this, I give you this, and I'm good for the day. He said, if more people had that mentality right now, more people would be solid. Except they waiting for somebody else to give them something. True, true. That's facts, man. That's, that's a good facts, point, bro. That's yeah. a good point. And I think, I think most people, I think that that's why business owners, it's not for everybody, man. Because it's it's crazy sometimes, man. You gotta you determine how much you want to make. You know what I'm saying? It's so easy to go and say, um, I need a raise. You know what I'm saying? When you're the one coming up with that money, you know what I'm saying? Paying people. It's a whole different ball game. And it's a whole different type of accountability, man. It'll keep you up at night, man. You know what I'm saying? Just think about it as we yeah, I'm see that everything we was doing right now with Helping Hands, and it was something that we could do hands off. And then we just sat there and we put a table on the street in New York City and tried to sell something every day. You know what I'm saying? 
and it would just be another source. I'm of making income. money. It'll be another source of income. Why are you sitting there, sitting there, there trying to sell something? You have a whole other operation that's making you money, and somebody's gonna walk past you and think, man, he's struggling. Man, he's not good. Let me help him out. But really, you might be the only the only person out there that's really doing solid. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm making money, and then this is right here is what I'm just living on day to day. You feel me? Um, and I was thinking about yeah. that. I was riding the lift, and I was like. And that would be an interesting thing to just sit out there for a day, for a month and see how much money you could really make if you sold a product. And I was thinking, like, man, what product could I sell, man? I was thinking, let me turn off some inspirational quotes on some backpacks. I could probably get for <laughs> 20, sell five a day. I think I could make that work. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you ain't wrong. It's a but, different mentality, man. And, and, and you know, it is what it is, man, but that's what I want to try to get out of this podcast is the fact of we really got to wake up and we got to take advantage of our day and our opportunity. And how about, how how are you going to go get it? You got to go get it, man. Like, you, you don't wake up and rely on anybody else. Nobody else, man. And I'm kind of talking to my man Joe right now. Because you know what, man? Joe's waiting for me to set up a meeting for security. I know what he's waiting for. As soon as I set up a meeting, he's going to go in there. He's going to get the contract. Next thing you know, he's going to be out here in the street. Hey, bro, yeah, we do security. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, bro? So, you know, at the end of the day, like, you got everything you need to go do it yourself. That's what I was telling Trey too this weekend. I'm trying to get Trey on the podcast today. He didn't answer. He's probably taking a nap. But you got everything you need to go do it yourself, man. You don't need nobody else. You don't need nobody nah, else. Nah, you right. That's facts. Nah, you right. That's facts. What you got to say to him, Joe? What you got? What you got to say to him? I mean, I think when it comes to our personal situation, you know, the the it's the uh, – priority on the totem pole, you know what I'm saying? And it's kind of like, you know, I think, I think you know, I'm getting pulled in a lot of different directions right now. Not an excuse, you know what I'm saying? And it just needs to be more to the forefront. But um, I just think that... Hey, Joe, you might want to hire you, know, you a person locally on the ground. Don't have to pay them nothing out of your pocket. See if you can, see if you can convince somebody to come on commission basis. Hey, man, go run, this, go run the security out here, man. Go run the security out here. Any contract you get, I'm going to give you a cut. Or anything that you facilitate that I end up closing, I'm going to give you a cut, a cut. Put somebody on the ground. Don't have, none, don't, have none, don't have no expenses out of your pocket. Go agree to that. People do that, especially young boys. You know what I'm saying? Hey, isn't that what you, what you do, what you pay Dom Joe to do? <laughs> Pretty much. Dom Joe, <laughs> what you can make do, try to get you to cut you just hey. did Dom Joe's job. He just told Dom Joe to get away to do his job. That's smart. That's smart. I've been trying to tell Dom Joe to yeah, duplicate yeah. what he's doing underneath Helping Hands and just make another branch. Like, we only grow through collaboration. We only grow right. through collaboration. Right. Everybody eats. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes Dom Joe, Dom Joe's trying to do everything himself, and he'd be, I'd be like, yo, Dom Joe, you got to get at Penn State. Oh, bro, that's, that's five hours away, bro. I can't do Penn State. Joe, you find a way to get Penn State done, and, and, and next thing you know, you're doubling up on them. You're 200% over the, uh, next year than you was last year. You know what I'm saying? And it's not the fact that you got to go yeah, after sure. 
you ain't got to go actually go do it, but you go to go, you got to go find a collaboration, a partner. You know what I'm saying? And, and come up with an agreement that everybody everybody eats, and then we good. But at the end of the day, eating a little bit, eating a little bit of started. It's more than eating a little, eating a little bit of nothing. Man, I'm hot today. Yeah, right. Look at the is more than eating a little bit of nothing, man. So we gotta grow you together, know. especially in the situation that we is in Black America. Is the fact of if we all is on each other's back, man, and we all trying to eat off this plate. We all could get to the same point. And I was telling Trey this this weekend. You know, I was talking to Trey. Me and him talk business. I was like, man, Tubby has going to be here for a while. And it's going to be an eight-figure, I mean, maybe nine-figure. We can get it expanded like we want to expand it. But then everybody that's underneath of it, especially at the top regionals, they should all be millionaires as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, it shouldn't be like everybody should be growing together and eating together and, and being well-off together. And... That's what I think that the vision is. We just got to figure out a way to to uh, quit tiptoeing and, and find a way to understand how to grow, and it doesn't have to be done with you actually doing the work. It's more about you finding some people that's going to be able to help you out like y'all helping us out. You know what I'm saying? Like we working together. Can you find somebody? Can you build that in that area? That's what it really is, another another spider web. Big facts, man, big facts. Oh yeah, Max, you got something to finish up? Who got the gas? Nah. Uh, I had my watered down gas last week. Yeah, that was, that was absolutely terrible. You got to run it back. <laughs> I had my watered down gas last week. You watch all those Gary V and all those other things. You can't come up with something that's a little bit better than the synopsis of the, of the podcast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man, <laughs> I don't be doing the synopsis. You know, I just like to, I like to wrap it all in. I want our guests to have closure. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm, used to, I'm used to always be closing. I don't like leaving things open ended. So the gas of the week, that's why I be hustling. You know, I'm always selling. I feel you on that, man. But some some points to take away from this is the fact of one: if you want to grow, first of all, one you can do it. You can do it. You can do it, and you don't need to rely on anybody else. And that's like it sounds like it's like we are like. Double talking, but you got to understand what we're talking about from the first perspective is the fact of you can start something yourself. You don't have to go and jump into somebody else's, you know what I'm saying, like corporate America type situation. You don't have to go jump in there and, and be the, the, the bottom of the totem pole. What we're trying to create is at the top of the totem pole. You know what I'm saying? What we're trying to create is at the top of the totem pole. And the more that you're at the top of the totem pole, the more that we can get the, the black people or the minorities to be at the top of the totem pole, the better off our society is going to be. We're going to start seeing a million dollars as not a big number. We're going to start seeing a billion dollars as a big as as the number that's attainable, and not just most people start trying to say, "Man, I'm trying to be a millionaire." Well, I got some, I got some issues for you. The fact that we know a lot of millionaires right now. You know what I'm saying? We know a lot of millionaires right yeah. now. So, so what what are we going to do? We got to go. We 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 30 years old, 29 years old, whatever we are. We 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 just can't be here for the rest of our life. 50 years old, we got to be three commas. And Max done threw out four. I ain't never heard of that, but hey, Max done threw it out there, so now it's in the world. You know what I'm saying? Now it's got in the world. Got it out there, you know what I'm saying? Now it's in the world. So, yeah, we can we can survive at where we're at now, but that's not where we're going to be. Um, we're here to live. For real. And, and, you know, something that my dad, something that my dad always says, man, going back to the sacrifice thing, I'm going to just drive it home for y'all real quick. If you don't sacrifice for success, success becomes your sacrifice. 
If you don't sacrifice what you said, success becomes your sacrifice. Hey, I think we found what to put on the backpack in New York, Chase. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I had to put that on there. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's real, man. You want to sacrifice success? That's the first backpack we're putting out on the streets of New York City, man. Catch it. We're going we gonna, we gonna to look yeah. into that, man. Maybe, we take, we, maybe we'll find a month or a couple of weeks where we can go up there and really try to set this up and see what we, what we can do. We'll document it. And then we can hey, I can at least do a week. Yeah, do a week. do a week for y'all out there. You know what I'm saying? We probably got to all do it at the same time because we're going to be out there. I didn't know how long. How long they sit at them tables? At least from dark. At least the dark, don't they? Got to be. I was going to say it's at least 12 hours. 12, 16 hours is my bet. It was hustling. I was walking by there, man. I seen a dude with a table, a bunch of ice, and was selling fresh fish out in the middle of the hot sun day. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, he was hustling, man. He was selling that fish, too. I was in downtown Cincinnati. He working. I was down, downtown Cincinnati not too long ago at this at this fish spot. It's in the hood though, but it's the best fish in the in the central area. You know what I'm saying? And they only take cash. You know how they do? They only take cash, man. And uh, for tax purposes, <laughs> for tax purposes, they only take. Cash. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, my man was posted up right outside the door, probably like one step down, and um, he had a cooler of water. He had a cooler of waters, man. Like, hey, I got these waters for you for a dollar. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what we talked about right there, man. It's just, if we really had that mentality or we really believed in that mentality of just wake up every day and go feed your family. You don't rely on somebody else to feed your family. You go feed your family. We get that mentality back, right. man. We go get that mentality back. Um, Then... We'll be all right. And I think Dom Joe, we could we could touch on this a while um, another day, but the media has a lot to do with it. You know who runs the media. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a topic for a whole other day. <laughs> yeah. Go down a whole other rabbit hole with that one, boy. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a that's a that's a that's a that's the gas of the week, man. Uh, Dom Joe, give me your quote again, and we out of here. <laughs> If you don't sacrifice for success, success becomes your sacrifice, man. Let them know. We out. That's it for today's episode. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and follow us on Instagram at CTC Podcast. Catch you next week.